0: Much better.
1: If Pandora's box, the box of chocolates, would I know to stay away? What if Pandora's box, the box of chocolates, would I eat them anyway? Every time I have half a to leave you, babe, that means I have half a to stay.
0: It's Pandora's Lunchbox on WCBN-FM Ann Arbor. Good evening, this is Mike, and Pandora's Lunchbox is a show about food and culture. Have you finished your mid-early evening exercises? Well, it's time for a heavy meal, recommended by four out of five doctors. On today's program, I'm not really sure what's going to happen, but it is a sunny day and it's going to be a sunny weekend, a holiday weekend, and so we need to get prepared for eating food, I think. Let's start with Eric Bogle. Here's a good old Aussie barbecue for you. You ready? Get a plate, get a fork.
2: When the summer sun is shining on Australia's happy land Round countless fires and stranger ties in many solemn bands Of glum Australians watching the lodge go up in flames By the smoke and the smell you can plainly tell that it's Barbie time again when the snakes are burning fiercely When the smoke gets in your eyes When the snacks all taste like fried toothpaste And your mouth is full of lies It's a national institution It's Australian through and through So come on mate And grab your plate Let's have a barbecue The Scots eat lots of haggis, the French eat snails and frogs. The Greeks know crackers over their moussackies and the Chinese love hot dogs. The Welshmen love to have a leek, the Irish like their stew. But you just can't beat that half-cooked meat, it's an Aussie barbecue. When the steaks are burning fiercely, when the smoke gets in your eyes When the snacks all taste like fried toothpaste and your mouth is full of lies It's a national institution, it's Australian through and through So come on mate and grab your plate, let's have a barbecue There's fly stuck to the margarine, the bread has gone rock hard. The kids are fighting and the moises are biting, who forgot the air again? There's plants in the esky and the beer is running out. And what you saw in mom's coleslaw you just don't think about. When the steaks are burning fiercely, when the smoke gets in your eyes... When the snacks all taste like fried toothpaste and your mouth is full of flies It's a national institution, it's Australian through and through So come on mate and grab your plate, let's have a barbecue and when the party's over and you're home, what why are you wind, With the queasy Tommy on the family, donny many really lonely hours you spend. You might find yourself reflecting, like many often do. Come rain or shine, that's a bloody last time that you'll have a barbecue. When the steaks are burning fiercely, when the smoke gets in your eyes. When the snacks all taste like fried toothpaste, then your mouth is full of lies. It's a national institution, it's Australian true and true. So come on, mate, and grab your polite. let's have a you.
0: Well, thank you, Eric Bogle, for the Aussie barbecue there. I hope that you're all inspired and very, very hungry now. This is Pandora's Lunchbox, and uh, some mighty exciting stuff coming up top of the park. has several more days to go in the big finale on Sunday. But I want to talk right away about Rib Fest coming up in Royal Oak. What is Rib Fest? It features music, pig races, craft beers, a full bar, and monster truck rides. Because when you think Royal Oak, you think monster trucks. Of course you do. And lots of barbecue, too, as it turns out. Aussie barbecue, It could be better than the stuff you just heard in that song. There's a a decent possibility of that. But musical entertainment for the Ribfest at the Royal Oak Farmer's Market, July 3rd through the 5th. On Friday, July 3rd, the Infatuations, the Howling Diablos, Stereo Jane, and the Kung Fu Lovers, all playing not necessarily at the same time. The headliner on Saturday, July 4th, on the 4th of July on Independence Day, Goober and the Peas. It's good to know that bands who have been around a long time in southeast Michigan are still doing it. Why, just the other day, last night, the Polish Muslims played at the Ann Arbor Summer Festival at Top of the Park, and it was very inspiring. Songs about punchki in the middle of July. Songs about uh, sausages and uh, bowling and all very important subjects that mean a lot to all of us. Well, the good news is I found some Goober and the Peas CDs in the WCBN library, so you are very much in luck. You will be able to hear a Goober in the Peas song. This has not been pre-screened for appropriateness for a family audience. I'm hoping for the best. There's nothing on the CD saying that I shouldn't play this, but there are a lot of liner notes that are pretty faded out. Actually, this one gets... This, oh, this, here's, a, here's what I got on the review. This song is a five star review, according to this review, if you like this kind of song. This gets five stars if you like this kind of song, according to the WCBN reviewer who reviewed it. So you got to get a listen to this. Here are Goober and the Peas, Hot Women, Cold Beer.
2: not too skinny, but she is too fat
0: She's a real humdinger. don't like them like that she got an upturned nose and a piggy's hair But her daddy's got a fridge full of nachosies I sure am glad that the review also pointed out that the song ends cold, cold like cold beer. What do you think, appropriate? Was that okay? Was that all right? I hope so. If not, I apologize. That was Hot Women, left parenthesis, cold beer, right parenthesis. And that was Goober and the Peas from their collection, the complete works of Goober and the Peas on the Detroit Municipal Recordings label, produced by John Wesley Harding. Goober and the Peas are going to be playing July 4th, at the Royal Oak Rib Fest at 9 p.m. Uh, also on the bill, the Mugs at 7, the Beggars at 5.15, and the Rock and Roll Prep School at 3.15. And on Sunday, July 5th at the Royal Oak Rib Fest, the headliner is Thornetta Davis at 6.30 p.m. So that sounds like a humdinger. Also, barbecue, pig races, and monster truck rides. Again, when you think Royal Oak, you think monster truck races. So there you go. The Rib Fest is at the Royal Oak Farmers Market July 3rd through the 5th. There's really no shortage of food related concerts coming up this weekend. Actually, tonight, tonight, Top of the Park is tonight, food for sale at Top of the Park and Music including uh, Derek Fawcett, Annie and Rod Caps, the go rounds, and Chris Bathgate headlining. At top of the park at Ingalls Mall or near Ingalls Mall for free. Tonight at the Power Center is a food reference. It is Pink Martini. And doesn't that sound refreshing? Another couple of food-oriented events. Goober and the peas being one of them. That is in fact food. Goober peas, I believe, are boiled peanuts, if I remember correctly. I gotta check that out for you to make sure, but I think goober and goober peas are boiled peanuts. Goober and the Peas, therefore, are Boiled and the Peanuts. The Spam All-Stars is another food-oriented ensemble playing on Saturday, July 4th. The Spam All-Stars are from Miami. They are a nine-piece hip-hop, Latin, funk, and electronica band, and they will be playing at New Center Park in Detroit at 7 p.m. The Spam All-Stars, I tell you. Top of the Park continues on Saturday, with Lady Sunshine and the X-Band, the Bluescasters, Abigail Stauffer, and other performers. You can go to our website, wcbn.org, check check under events, and then under concert information to see more about that. There's a link there. And Top of the Park concludes on Sunday, July 5th, starting off patriotically enough with the U.S. Army Field Band and Soldiers Chorus, then Hudang, And headlining is George Bedard and the Kingpins, who do a song about food, if you stretch the metaphor just enough. There are peas and there are peanuts and then there are nuts and then there are nut rockers. Here's George Bedard and nut rocker. When ends cold too, I feel the chill, man. That was George Bedard, and that was Nut Rocker, an adaptation of a certain earlier classic tune, don't you know? Something about a Nutcracker suite, I think. Some kind of famous classically thing. George Bedard and the Kingpins are Kingpins are going to be headlining at top of the park, near Ingles Mall, near the Barton Burton Beaton. <laughs> Ben Ben Gunn-Burson, The Tower, The Clock Tower in Ann Arbor, you know that one. They're going to be playing on Sunday night at, I believe, 8.30 p.m. They're going to be headlining that day, a day that also features Houdang and the U.S. Army Field Band and Soldiers Chorus, that's Sunday, July 5th. Speaking of U.S., you and me, S., you ought to know that coming up at 7, it's Arwolf with Face the Music. He's getting ready for an awesome hour of wonderful music starting at 7.00. Beautiful, beautiful music to come on WCBN-FM Ann Arbor and WCBN.org. Now, you're probably thinking, as I'm thinking, boy, I really could stand right now to just break out into a, into a rendition of The Star-Spangled Banner. That's what you're thinking. Yeah, me too. I'm thinking just that thing because it's July 4th coming up. Well, the University of Michigan put out a CD a few years ago called Poets and Patriots, A Tuneful History of the Star-Spangled Banner. And there are a bunch of different songs on this CD that fit into the whole Star-Spangled Banner genealogy, if you want to kind of put it that way. says here, Debates surrounding the 1931 naming of the Star-Spangled Banner as the National Anthem included serious critiques about the tune. The melody was of foreign origin and too difficult to sing. The lyric extolled war and reminded us awkwardly that our 20th century British ally had once been our 18th century colonial overseer and foe. And it was a matter of scholarly debate for a while, but the composer of the tune has now been firmly identified as John Stafford Smith, who lived from 1750 to 1836, an English church musician living in London. Smith appears to have been hired around uh, 1775 or 76 by the Anacreontic Society, an all-male amateur music and supper club to create a jaunty tune to animate a playful lyric by one of its members, Ralph Tomlinson, as the Society's anthem. Although just 25 years old or so at the time, Smith was by this time already an award-winning composer of popular song. I think he won Grammys in, in 1774, if I remember. Smith's music propelled the completed song the anacreontic song to spectacular success. It made number seven on the billboard charts. That may not be actually on the paper that I'm reading you. Both club and tune grew quickly in popularity, while the song was regularly parodied in the theaters of London, traveling far and wide in books of lyrics known as Songsters. Those publications included not only Tomlinson's poetic effort but also a number of alternate parody texts. We're going to hear an excerpt from the Anacreontic song because we should all learn the word Anacreontic and learn to say it and learn to feel and understand its meaning, whatever that might be. Here is an excerpt from that song Stand up and sing! Crazy Bacchus. Got any Bruno Mars? Yeah, uh, yeah, that was uh, that was the I want to say anachronistic song, which it is perhaps, but it's also the Anacreontic song from the album *Poets and Patriots*: a tuneful history of the Star-Spangled Banner, a song of conviviality which became a song that was really, really hard to sing. Yes, indeed, The Star-Spangled Banner. It's eight minutes to seven. This is Pandora's Lunchbox, a show about food. I was brought, this was brought to my attention recently, a wonderful article called A Guide to the Barbarian Vegetables of China. I wonder when the barbarian vegetables will be coming to town to the blind pig. But in the meantime, this is in the a website called the Lucky Peach says here, because certain vegetables, fruits, and spices were introduced into the Middle Kingdom of China at a time when the entire non-Chinese world was considered downright uncivilized, the plant names quite literally include the Chinese characters for barbaric or exotic. So you look at the Chinese characters for certain vegetables, and they have these words in them. Many of these are now staples of Chinese cuisine, but are nevertheless forever branded linguistically as Western interlopers. And now we have a quick tour of some of those and the degree to which they've assimilated into modern Chinese cooking. The carrot, the Chinese characters, literally translate as foreign radish. The, Ch- the carrot, foreign radish. The walnut, the Chinese characters literally translate as foreign peach Broken walnuts now are ground into powder and cooked up as a hot dessert soup. Whole kernels of walnuts tend to be reserved for honey walnut syrup, which is the Hong Kong banquet style. Spinach, the Chinese characters for spinach, mean Persian vegetable. Blanched spinach now is either paired with peanuts and vinegar or else doused in sesame paste. When cooked in a wok with eggs and vermicelli, it's a very common filling for chun bing, which are springy crepes used to wrap various stir-fries. The watercress is literally, in Chinese characters, described as Occidental greens. Snow peas literally are translated in Chinese letters, Chinese letters, excuse me, Chinese characters, as Holland beans. Tomatoes have two possible Names in Chinese characters. In one, the tomato literally translates as barbarian eggplant. The other as western red persimmon. Today, look for it in Hong Kong dishes like beef with tomato and baked pork chop rice. On the mainland, sliced tomatoes sprinkled with sugar used to be a popular appetizer, but tomato scrambled with egg as a topping for rice is what's ubiquitous in these days. There are a couple of other examples of that as well. Now, this is a very colorful and wonderful one. The zucchini in Chinese characters literally translates as Western calabash. Most dumpling houses today offer zucchini as an option for fillings, especially when, when mixed with scrambled egg. In Beijing, you'll find pancakes of shredded zucchini called hutzai, hutazi, sorry, and I hope that is pronounced correctly, which are eaten with a garlic and vinegar dipping sauce. Now, the potato. The potato in Chinese characters has several, several translations. It is written in a number of ways. One is the Foreign Mountain Tarot. One is the Holland Root Tuber. And my favorite is the Foreign Devil Mercy Root Tuber. We do know that the potato was later popularized by Catholic missionaries as a hedge against famine. Maybe that's why they're still known in some parts of China as Foreign Devil mercy root tubers. Many expats in China are nonplussed by the Chinese liking for julienned potatoes stir-fried in a vinegar sauce, and yet there are other possibilities as well. The sweet potato—actually, this may be my favorite one of all—the sweet potato, in Chinese characters, literally translates as «barbarian yam». These are all wonderful items on a, a collection, uh, an article called The Guide to the Barbarian Vegetables of China, and the website LuckyPeach.com. But there's more, in fact. The zucchini, I got the zucchini, Western Calabash. Yes, we've talked about that. The sweet potato, the barbarian yam. Broccoli is rather poetic. The Western kale flower, And the watermelon is Western melon. And the Onion is the Occidental Allium. And wait, there's more. And this is actually fine for a 4th of July treat. The Honeydew Melon translates as Wallace Melon. Now that's interesting, Wallace Melon says here, in 1944, Henry Wallace, FDR's vice president, presented the governor of Gongsu with seeds of the honeydew melon, which the agriculturally savvy Wallace and botanist friends believed would be a good crop for the drought-stricken area. The fruits helped transform the local economy and became known colloquially as Wallace melons. The region still hosts an annual Wallace Day festival, our crowds gather to participate in melon tastings, gawk at melon exhibits, and play melon games. Well, I hope you have a wonderful weekend playing melon games. I hope you have a wonderful weekend all together. This has been Pandora's Lunchbox. I've been Mike for at least a half an hour. Arwolf and Face the Music coming up in just a moment. And now let's go out with something that you do not want to find on your vegetables or your fruits. The caterpillar crawl. Here are the strangers. These would be strangers to any vegetable, fruit. The caterpillar crawl goes a little something like this. This is WCBN FM Ann Arbor and WCBN.org. Keep on listening and never stop doing that. 7 o'clock, this is WCBN-FM Ann Arbor. Thank you, Mike. It is now time for Face the Music. Tonight, and I just couldn't resist putting together a show that I've, uh, I've sort of been wanting to do this for a while uh, for a number of reasons. And because of what's been in the news lately and the acts of the uh, Supreme Court, we've got a, uh, a thematic that will touch upon... Uh, various elements of human sexuality gender dynamics and uh, even some historic queer theory it's all a mosaic that we call face the music and let's bring fats waller in here first